it's Cassie with the Happy Thinker. Today's episode is episode number 50. Isn't that exciting? I'm so pumped about it. 50 episodes of Happy Thinker have aired and been viewed by you guys. I am so grateful and thankful for all the love and support I've been shown by so many listeners. Thank you for my avid listeners. Thank you for my new listeners. Thank you for the listeners to come. So thank you future listeners. Also, something awesome and super exciting is I now have a website where you can go and find all kinds of cool resources. Uh, It's happythinkerlifecoach.com and you can go there to find tips of the day. You can subscribe to my newsletter that I will be doing every week and that's super exciting. It will have psychology, um, information as well as coaching information and cool tips of the day type deal. Um, Also, like you may find it really interesting because I might occasionally put up there some kind of brain quiz of some sort. See how your brains work and see if you can predict your own emotional behavior. Anyway, so I'm excited to introduce the 50th episode and I hope you love it today. So today's episode is going to be about courage. I thought for my 50th episode, I really wanted to do something that really displayed um, a characteristic in which I hope to always show as a core value for myself. Um, In a a podcast ago, I talked about defining core values. Courage is one of those that I would like to install as a core value for myself and it be true about me no matter what. Interestingly enough, we tend to define courage in a way that doesn't really serve us very much. We think of courage in almost a fantasy type way. We think of courage in a way of like knights in shining armor and people who courageously walk through circumstances to a victory. But actually the definition of courage, though it varies a little bit in psychology terms and emotional terms, the the definition of courage is acting regardless of fear. So the crazy thing is, is it has nothing to do with how we actually feel about a situation. Instead, it's how we choose to respond and act regardless of the feelings we may feel, which when it comes to courage is usually fear. Being the opposite emotion of courage would probably be inaction, not fear, which is really interesting to think about because I think a lot of times when we think of someone who's courageous and then we think of the opposite, we think of someone who's cowardice and cowardice usually means afraid. But people who are courageous aren't not afraid. They're usually very afraid, usually have a lot of fear, but they choose to act and respond anyway. It's acting regardless of fear, which is a beautiful thing. And it's something I definitely want to cultivate within myself to always be a person of virtuous, courageous action. And today I'm really going to talk about action in terms of how we can really implement courage, how we can really embody that core value of courage and why it benefits us to do so. 
Because many people are like, well, if you are afraid, it's your body trying to tell you there's something wrong. And in some situations, your body may have some intuition into things not feeling right. But if you think about your brain, if you've heard my podcast before, you know that your brain cannot distinguish between different kinds of fear. Fear is fear to your brain. So the fear of being chased by the lion when it came into caveman times was the same fear that you feel now when you might be coming up for a big job interview and you're scared of rejection. Those fears feel exactly the same and chemically in your brain happen the exact same way. Now, is the if you were being chased by a lion and if you were going up for an interview, which one should, you know, pull more fear? Probably the being chased by a lion because... If you were in an interview and you didn't get the job, it would not feel great. You probably really wanted the job. It was probably a big opportunity, but it doesn't put you in any real mortal danger. Whereas being chased by a lion puts you in a lot of mortal danger. So as you can see, the brain does not know how to tell the difference between fears. So even small things that are small insecurities that developed into fears for us can hold us back. So learning to develop courage as a core value of who you are will help you take action towards your goals, take actions towards your dream, regardless of the chemical reaction of fear. Because the chemical reaction of fear is a bit of a liar. He does not distinguish between what is actually something that can harm you and what is something that can be disappointing but doesn't have to be a fearful situation. We don't have to be afraid when things in life don't go exactly as planned. But our brains tell us we should because it's unknown to our brain. And when our brain has unknown information that it has to filter through its little coffee filter of life, It sometimes doesn't know what to do with it, but say, oh, you should be afraid of this because we don't know anything about it. So how do we cultivate courage in a time frame, in a period of life where there can be so much fear? And this is a huge question that I've been posing for myself because I've done a lot of things recently towards my dreams and towards my goals that have been very fear-filled. Uh, a lot of my own insecurities that I knew in my brain, yes, I'm afraid of this, but I also know because I work with my mind so often through mind and thought work and try to work on it daily, I know that the fear that I was experiencing was simply because I hadn't dealt with those emotions because my brain didn't know what to, because it was new, because it was brand new. Um... Putting up my website was so exciting for me. It's so fearful, but so exciting because I'm about to take clients as a life coach and that has been a dream in the making for a while now and I've been going through my schooling and I've been doing all of my work towards it and I've been really trying to cultivate an understanding of my work in the terms of I do it for myself before I ever teach it to someone else so that I know that it works and I know the struggle that clients would go through when they try to implement it because it's not easy to change the patterns of your brain. Literally with life coaching, 
in the terms in which I do it, there's many forms of life coaching, but my life coaching practices are about habit and behavior change, and it's also about core value um, change and identity, learning to tap into your true identity. That's the kind of life coaching I do, and that kind of life coaching is literally you learning to reroute your brain to think in a different way. It's literally... Um, making new neural pathways in your brain. It's and it is scientifically absolutely possible. It's something that is not easy and it takes practice because it's habitual change that causes the brain to think a little differently. And my goal is to produce a brain that works the most efficiently, that has the most cutting edge and high end thought processing ability and what I mean by that is simply to be able to create a happier happier self a healthier self one who's able to look at things objectively in a way that can actually serve you as a person that can make your life better instead of having all of these emotional thought processes that connect to our thoughts that connect to our feelings that connect to our actions and produce a life we don't even like I want you to have a life that you love, that you can thrive with, grow with, become who you are, and fill in those shoes to the point where you can be really proud of every response to any situation in life, no matter what it is. But in this time frame of fear, and there is a lot of fear in the world today, surrounding by the problem with diversity. Um, many issues are surrounding that right now and it is straight up sad to be honest because you and me and every other human on this planet should have the exact same rights and so it's really sad to see such division in the country that I've grown up in and the country that I really care about a lot of people um you know, they don't want to live here anymore or they feel very, very torn towards not even liking it here anymore. But it's still where you live. And when you live someplace like your home, let's say if you had a home and you didn't love your home, you wouldn't neglect your home. It's still where you live. So I feel so sad when I can see us giving up on ourselves as a nation and As individuals, we need to come together in a unification to show every individual that they matter, that their voice is heard, and that there shouldn't be division. There's no good reason for it. There's never been a good reason for any kind of division, especially when it comes to diversity, race, um, your, your spiritual beliefs, who you love. Any of those things are never ever good reasons to divide. You can disagree, and that's okay, but you should never not love. And it's so sad to see the world in the state that it is, because not only is our country suffering from racial divide, but also our country is suffering from this pandemic that has affected everyone's life in the whole world. So that's, that brings a lot of fear in people's minds right now. I'm scared of getting sick, scared of their loved ones getting sick, scared of what's going to happen to them financially because of the financial crisis that we're in because of it all. 
it's very scary for many people. All these fears are arising. So how do we act and respond with courage despite our fear so that no matter what situation you can say what's true about you is that you acted courageously and continued to push forward to make the life that you want no matter the environment in which you are planted. So if you're stuck in an environment which the economical system is not great for achieving your dream doesn't matter you can push past that I know that seems crazy but it's so true you can still thrive no matter where you're planted in life you can thrive but the first step in being able to thrive is being able to push past your fear of whatever is going on so how do we cultivate courage So finding our courage really starts with working through our fear, which never sounds like a pleasant experience. So if you're not feeling too great about it, I understand. But the very first thing you need to do when you work through fear, one of four steps to work through fear, is ask yourself, should I take action to resolve this fear? Just by asking yourself this question, you can kind of debate, is this something I want to be feeling? If it's not something you want to be feeling, especially if it's towards a dream or a goal or an opportunity that you could be missing out on because of your own fear, or if you're simply not thriving in life because of your fear, you're being held in a a space of unhappiness and in, in fear in general, this is a good question to ask yourself. Should I take action to resolve this fear? Is this something I want to be feeling? If the answer is no, then the next step you need to take to resolve your fear is name your fear. Call it out for what it is. A lot of times we make our fears a vague thing. Well, I'm scared of the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen. And we make that our fear. But in reality, that's not true. You're scared of a specific outcome that you assume could happen because of the unknown. So name it. List the things that you're actually afraid of when it comes to whatever situation we're talking about that you need courage. List it for yourself. For instance, when I was putting up my website, I was afraid. And instead of being like, I'm afraid because you never know what could happen or having a vague idea of my fears, I named my fears. My fears were that I would put up my website, that I would not get any clients, and I would feel very defeated and want to quit as a life coach and a health coach. I also had the opposite fear playing out in my mind because that's how our mind works. It likes to come up with a million different scenarios for us to just in case keep us safe because that's what your brain's trying to do. Install the fear in you to keep you safe. What it doesn't know is that that fear is not always rational because it's that chemical response that can't tell the difference between a lion chasing us and an irrational fear. But it doesn't know that. So it's just trying to keep you safe. It's trying to do its job. So thank it for what it does. And regardless of how you feel, try and act with courage. So the second way to overcome that fear is name it for what it is. The second thing that was playing out in my mind about my website was, what if I do get clients? And what if I'm not ready? And then I make a fool of myself. 
But the truth about it is, is that I am ready. I have been working very hard. I have a lot of knowledge, but not just head knowledge, application knowledge to my own life. And I know every person is different, but the cool thing about being human is we share the same kinds of emotions. And our brains chemically work the same way. They may have different triggers, but they work the same way. So once you know those triggers that trigger certain emotions for you and certain thought processes, that's the key. So I know that I'm ready and I know that I can do this. So that fear is irrational. And I was able to debunk that fear um, at step two here by calling my fears out for what they were. The cool thing about this process of really dissolving your fear is if you can go through this process and be very real with yourself and very compassionate and understanding, you may be able to resolve your fear before you even get to the bottom of this list of four things. But if you're not there yet, let's move on to step three. Once you've named your fears for what they are, instead of leaving them vague and unknown to have your brain puzzle over anything it wants to play with as a fear, then what's the thought? Trace back the thought that causes the fear. People get stuck here and have a little bit of trouble, but think about what you're afraid of and then think about the thought that replays first. What's the thought that leads you here? So I named my fears and my fears were, what if I'm not successful and I'm disappointed in myself? Or what if I am successful, but then I'm not ready? So those were the fears is my thoughts that trace back this trigger of emotions of fear was you're not ready was the thought and you're going to disappoint yourself. Those were my thoughts that traced back this fear. So once you have those thoughts in mind and you've traced them back, why are you choosing to think that is the question you need to ask yourself. What is it that's causing you to choose to think this and you are choosing even though you don't think you are you're choosing and is it a good enough reason to keep thinking it so once you're like okay well why am I choosing to think this and you come up with a reason is that a good enough reason to keep thinking it and if it's not there's your answer it's a logical answer right there to be like okay I'm just gonna choose to think something different even if you don't believe it right away, work slowly up the chain. So for instance, my thought was, I'm going to disappoint myself or I'm not ready. Instead of saying I'm not ready, I could say I'm getting more prepared. That thought is not saying that I'm ready, but it also gives me a little bit more reassurance that I'm taking the actions to be ready. So instead of jumping straight to I am ready, I jump to I'm getting more prepared. So those kinds of thoughts are believable enough for your brain to accept. And when you choose to change your thought to something like that, instead of I'm not ready to I'm getting more prepared, your fear feels much better because that fear that I named out that what if I launch my website and I get clients and I'm not ready instead of I'm not ready, what if I get clients and I'm getting more prepared. That feels so much better because it means that I'm taking the necessary steps to be ready for my clients. So that in and of itself, by being able to change that thought can alleviate your fear. But you have to 
find a good enough reason to want to change it. If, for instance, you're still feeling afraid and you don't think you can change that thought, something to puzzle over here is the last step in this. Is you, if you can't find a good enough reason, if your past reasons for fear are still fueling that fear now, and it's just too big of a risk for you, I want you to think about the word courage. Courage is acting in spite of fear. Despite anything you feel, you act in a knowing of what's right. So embracing your fear and letting it go in that way is step four. So if you haven't been able to dissolve your fear as you've gone through this list, the last step is the epitome of courage. It's courage just to try and fight your fears, by the way. You are showing up for yourself and showing courage just by trying to fight your fears. And in a world full of fears right now, I commend you for trying to do that. But if you're still feeling fear, even after you've done all this mind and thought work, even after you've asked yourself, should I resolve this? Is this something I want to feel? You've named your fears for what they are, so they're not unknown to you, which your brain will feel better about, by the way. And you've figured out what the thought is that triggers those emotions of fear. And then you ask yourself why you're choosing it and is it a good enough reason and you're still feeling fear. Step four is to embrace your fear. You've named it, so call it out and say, yes, I feel that. But am I going to make action regardless? So even after all that and still feeling afraid, if you know it's holding you back, make the choice to make an action and take an action regardless of your feelings. Will it feel uncomfortable? Yes. Will you be unsure? Yes. But you're being courageous. And everyone has the potential for courage. Everyone. I don't care if you don't believe that you do or not. You have the potential have courage in any situation. You have to find a core value inside yourself that drives you enough. So if you know something is wrong and you want to do something about it, acting to do the right thing may be scary. You may not feel like you'll be accepted by others or you may feel like who are you to stand up and do what's right when there is others who could. But by you choosing, in spite of your fear, to do what's right, even when you're feeling that fear, you are showing the most beautiful form of courage. So my friends, I hope this has helped you understand exactly how to battle your fear, bring out your inner lion, be bold and courageous. In a time period where there is more fear than there is anything else, I commend you for being courageous and I call you out to be courageous. Make courage such a staple of what you do that it becomes who you are. Make courage something you strive to in every situation. To do what's right, to take that leap of faith, to put yourself out there, to be your most authentic self. To show love in spite of others' division. 
to give the chance to those who don't have the chance, to give yourself the chance when you never did before. Be courageous. Work through these steps to dissolve your fear. And if you're still fearing, fearing, that's okay. It's okay to feel fear. But what's not okay is to let fear make you sit in isolation and not take action. Take an action. Even if it's a small action, that's still an act of courage. And one step can lead you into the next. So even if it's a small action, that's one step closer to telling your fear, you are a chemical reaction in my brain and you don't always know what's best for me. So ask yourself, is this fear that I'm fearing, is it too big of a risk? Or is not doing anything about it and not living the life I was called to live and being the person I was meant to be too big of a risk? not to do it. I think the decision for myself is clear. That's a decision you have to make for you. But when it's all said and done one day, I want to make sure people say, yes, she was courageous. And I don't really care if people agreed or disagreed with me, but I did what I knew was right in every situation and acted courageously. Don't have to agree, but I do believe that you should act in courage. So rise up, my friends, be bold, and find your courage. I wish you happy and healthy days, and I hope that you can find that inner lion within yourself. Thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today. I hope this has helped you out. If it has helped you out, you can go to my website and leave me a review. Also, if you've had future episodes, future episodes, look at me, all in my future self thought right now, (laughs) past episodes that have done something for you as a person and helped you out, please go to my website, leave me a review. Tell me what you think about my podcast. I would love to hear from you. Also, just go check my website out. It's happythinkerlifecoach.com. They're all lowercase and there is no spaces. So thank you so much for your support. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Chromecast, and so many others. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye, you guys.